Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And oh, friends, we're in the end game now. It's episode 62 of the Corona Cup, aka the Tournament of Nerdiness. We are down to the final 80. Huh. <sighs> There's a part of me that doesn't want to record this because I know that when these episodes are done, it's over. And then I have to start over with a whole new set of brackets and hopefully do it better the second time around. But we're here. Uh, in our last episode, we ranked from Christian to Ted DiBiase. And now we do another group of 16. These are the people who had been the winners they had won all the way through for this 65 to 192 where it feels like we've been for uh well i can see it right now oh my goodness six seven eight episodes dealing with these names uh and this is the final one we'll put these names to bed and then we'll go back into the main bracket the tournament proper if you will uh with our final two episodes and say goodbye to this part. There's going to be more. Uh, in the last one that we recorded, we got the idea to do a Haas tournament. So, my God. When will it end? Never. Not if I have anything to say about it. <clears throat> Fun story. I was, uh, I was with my parents yesterday. Again, this is the Monday after the election, which means we are two days after it was announced that Joe Biden was going to win the election. Uh, I hope against hope that that is still the case when you hear this, which will be sometime in December. Um, so I went to my parents' house, sat on their porch, as I've been doing uh, multiple times during this whole corona pandemic thing. Uh, and we started to talk about the podcast, as we chat about sometimes. Uh, my parents wanted to know, is it still, are we having fun? My mom's slightly interested in what the numbers are. Um, and I mentioned that we all had these little side projects and that sound scary was a thing and that horrid was a thing and that, uh, I was doing this. And I mentioned that, you know, I wish I could go back in time to nine, 10, 12 year old DC Matthews, who was filling up notebooks with wrestlers names and tournaments and all of this stuff. And I wish I could tell him that you would eventually do this and people would listen because, you know, I learned early on that my parents did not care 
about this. They were happy that I was doing it. They thought it was cute that I was doing it. But it was not like I was going to go show them, look, I made a, you know, I used 40 pages of notebook paper to do this. Didn't care. Understandably so. So the idea that this young kid could know that someday some people would care and feel strongly about it would would have been uh, very, very good information. So that was kind of a little bit of a walk down memory lane as I did that. So we have these names. Uh, these will eventually be numbers 80 through 65. So these are some serious names. I'm scanning, 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 scanning. Yeah, these are. there's one name that you might think doesn't belong. Actually, you'll think maybe a couple, but there's one name that probably really doesn't belong here, but I kept it because I called it. Uh, so here we go. I'm ready. You're ready. Shall we then? Yes. Yes, we shall. Uh, opening matchup here in this bracket, William Regal versus Arn Anderson. Now, I'm trying to take my time and give these people their due. Having said that, you know how I feel about William Regal slash Lord Stephen Regal. My favorite wrestler of all time. I think I can safely say that. Um, I truly believe, and I'll probably mention this when Lord Stephen comes up, probably in the finals. Um, I don't know anyone who combined uh, in-ring, charisma, the ability to be silly, all of that. Um, amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. However, this is William Regal. And admittedly, I missed a lot of this. I am so excited that there is more William Regal for me to watch. And again, if I do this tournament a second time, having then seen William Regal as part of the Un-Americans and all of that sort of stuff, uh, I will probably change my mind. But in this case, it's Arn Anderson. You know, if I could get into better shape, I could cosplay as Arn Anderson. I've got the hair for it. I could wear big glasses. Like, I've got the scruff. Like, I could pull off an Arn Anderson if I, if I just dedicated it and stopped eating, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm giving the win to Arn Anderson. Uh, with the knowledge that Lord Stephen Regal is waiting in the next couple episodes. Uh, but Arn Anderson, fantastic wrestler, great promo, can do, we talked about this in the last episode, can be a babyface, can be a heel. Uh, great tag team wrestler, great singles wrestler. Um, you know, still in the business, as is Regal. Uh, but I'm giving the win to Arn. Uh, next up, Undertaker versus Ricky Steamboat. <sighs> Again, if we go to the last episode, and I'm referencing it so much because I just recorded it, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, a lot of the smaller technical wrestlers beat their larger opponents because of my priority and preference for great in-ring wrestling. However, this is The Undertaker. This isn't the American Badass. He's, again, going to show up later. Um, this is the dead man, and we have to honor the dead man. I'm a little... It's November... 
We're doing 30 Days of the Dead Man. Uh, clearly, I think we're setting up that at Survivor Series or sometime around Survivor Series, we will see the actual real life, I'm not kidding anymore, I mean it this time, final appearance of uh, The Undertaker, like that dead man character, uh, unless it's a swerve to set up something else. It's entirely possible in the world of wrestling. Um, but... We got to honor that. And as much as I like Ricky Steamboat, and I do, uh, we got to give this to The Undertaker. So, that sets up in the Constellations an absolutely fantastic match of William Regal versus Ricky Steamboat. But, we'll give the win to The Undertaker. Uh, next up, Billy Gunn versus Tully Blanchard. All right, Jeremy. You've had a lot of say in this tournament. You've made compelling arguments. You've been on the air. You've done it in writing. And I've heard, I've just felt your presence being part of this. So I get what you're going to say. That Tully Blanchard should defeat Billy Gunn uh, 10 times out of 10, probably in your mind. Billy Gunn is a one-trick pony. He's got the look. He's got the muscles. Uh, He's not a incredible wrestler incredible athlete don't get me wrong i think you'd admit that but not an incredible wrestler uh not a very good promo um you know he's missing a lot of things and you know what you're right about all of them except that this is my tournament and in my tournament i'll be darned no i'll be damned if I am going to let Billy Gunn lose in the first round. So I am writing down right now that Billy Gunn is going to defeat Tully Blanchard and advance in this particular bracket of this particular tournament. I'm sorry if that hurts. I'm sorry if I have uh, done serious irrevocable damage to our relationship and friendship, but I, I got to be me. And there was a time, I'm ashamed to admit it now, but there was a time where all I wanted was to be Billy Gunn. He was everything I wasn't. He was muscular. I was chunky. He was athletic. I was chunky. He was blonde. I was not blonde. He, you know, seemed to be super popular and, you know, people would scream, especially the girls would scream. I was chunky. So... I'm going with Billy Gunn. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Jeremy, Jeremy, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. Because the next matchup's Eddie Gilbert versus Christopher Daniels, and I'm going to do it all over again. Jeremy. (laughs) I'm sorry. Well said. I've watched a small handful of Eddie Gilbert stuff, and he's great, but it's Christopher Daniels. He was ranked, like, in the top five for the list. He is a legit one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I, I, I'm sorry. I have to give the win to Daniels. Don't turn off the podcast. Don't. 
yes, I got to figure out Eddie Gilbert versus Tully Blanchard. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Maybe I'll do some, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. Just don't leave. Don't leave. Uh, yeah. Daniels wins. Uh, setting up Daniels versus Billy Gunn. I, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Uh, Brian Pillman, loose cannon uh, versus two cold Scorpio. Uh, loose cannon, great character, but by then injuries had really hurt his uh, in-ring stuff. Uh, whereas two cold Scorpio, uh, I believe, and I may have said this before, but I'm going to say it again, or I'll say it for the first time. Uh, two cold Scorpio should be in the WWE hall of fame. He is one of the, uh, most influential cruiserweights of all time, I think. Uh, I bet if we went through the ro roster of wrestlers now or of the last five, ten years, many of them influenced by Scorpio. So I'm giving Scorpio the win. Uh, Kofi Kingston, who is next up on this, probably influenced by Too Cold Scorpio. In fact, I think I've heard him talk about it. Now, Xavier Woods usually is the one who talks about it, but I'm sure Kofi was as well. Kofi's going up against Eddie Guerrero. I'm sorry, Kofi. Your WrestleMania moment, amazing, great. Perhaps better than Eddie's. I'll even go that far. Perhaps better than Eddie's. But Eddie Guerrero has to win. He has to. Uh, he does. Just, again, can play heel, can play babyface. Excellent in-ring work. Excellent verbal skills. Charisma. You just were drawn to him. I'm giving it to Eddie. Now, here are the two names that might make you go, huh? What? I mean, why? Why are they on here? Uh, Buddy Murphy, or just Murphy, versus the Belfast Bruiser Fit Finley. So let me first talk about why they're here. Murphy is here because in, whether it was 2014 or 2015, I don't remember. It may have been 2014. I wrote... Uh, for the two contenders, which was Doc and my website before we became Doc and DC, back when we were still <laughs> and humor. Um, we were the teacher and the doctor, actually. Uh, I wrote who was going to be the big stars from NXT in the next year, and I put Murphy down. And he wasn't. And it took a while, like a long while. But Murphy is the guy that every time I see him, I go, darn it, you did it. Like, I feel a completely irrational sense of pride and, like, like he's my guy. I, I saw him when he was – this is when you're watching – you know, if you, if you go to a minor league baseball game and you look at a guy and you go, that guy's good. For me, Madison Bumgarner, San Francisco Giants pitcher. I saw him in the minor leagues. Uh, the state of Connecticut, for some reason, had a minor league team for the San Francisco Giants. I don't know why they were across the country, but they were. And I watched, and I saw this guy pitch, and I went, that guy is good. So I, I have a soft spot for Madison Bumgarner. Same with Murphy. I saw him in NXT, and I went, this guy has it. So the fact that he now, I, yes, he's kissing Aaliyah Mysterio, and but something's going to come of this. Maybe he's not a future world champion, but he's he is on the show. He is making, he's having great matches, and he's part of important storylines. He is my guy. That's why he's here. 
Belfast Bruiser. Why is the Belfast Bruiser here? Well, the Belfast Bruiser is here because uh, when he came out with the long brown hair and the mustache, if you only know Finley as the buzz cut blonde, you're missing out. Um, Belfast Bruiser shows up in your face, smash mouth style, had amazing matches with Lord Steven Regal that I really need to watch. Like just serious, brutal beatings. Uh, loved that character. That's why the Belfast Bruiser signed here. Having said that, I am going to work some bracket magic. Okay? I'm going to work some bracket magic here. Because I don't want to lose my good friend. And, and also, I do admit, these two guys on this list, little weird. little weird that they would make it so far. So here's what I'm going to do for you. Uh, Murphy is in the ring. Belfast Bruiser is on his way to the ring. In fact, we're going to get a, uh, the camera is going to see him walking backstage up to Gorilla. And like you can see the curtain. He's about to walk through the curtain when the lights backstage go out. And there is a fireball. And when the lights come back on, the Belfast Bruiser is on the ground covering his face because he has been attacked with a fireball. And so he is unable to compete. And so replacing him in the match is hot stuff Eddie Gilbert. And so Eddie Gilbert, you know, finds a way to weasel himself into this tournament, into a second chance, and defeats Murphy. All right? Eddie Gilbert makes his way through this Loses to Daniels, comes back, fireball of the Belfast Bruiser, beats Murphy. He's in advance to the second round. Okay? I hope that's enough for you. We don't know. Will the Belfast Bruiser be able to recover in time? Because technically he's not part of the tournament. Um, will he be able to recover? Could he take... Eddie Gilbert's place in the constellations. Will Tully Blanchard get a bye? We don't know. Drama here in the Corona Cup. Eddie Gilbert wins. Uh, next up, battling to see who will face Eddie Gilbert. Is it Meng or is it the Giant? I love Meng. I love Haku. I love Meng. Um, all of that. He's great. However, the Giant, 1995. The Giant shows up. He may have even showed up in the tail end of 94, but I'm thinking 95, summer. 90. He's huge. He's lean. He's doing drop kicks and top rope moves. And all sorts of stuff that if you are a recent, and I mean within the, even within the century, uh, follower of the big show, you go, no, no, you can't do any of that. The Giant in 95 was doing things that should have been impossible for someone who is seven foot four. 
and probably at that point 430 pounds 440 he was not big like the big show got big he was he was lean like he was a leaner muscular guy um so i am giving the win to the giant so poor eddie gilbert uh makes it finds a way in but now we'll have to wrestle the giant just the way it is all right round one is done that took even longer than the first time i think or the last episode i can't remember uh let's go into the constellations we gotta narrow this all down uh william regal versus ricky steamboat i mean come on I'm giving it to Steamboat because he deserves it. Again, Regal has another shot. Ricky Steamboat, despite the fact that Ricky Steamboat didn't play a heel, um, not sure, you know, how that would have gone. I think he would have been okay with it. Uh, But Ricky Steamboat, all-time great in-ring wrestler. Uh, I will give him the win over William Regal. Uh, So, Tully Blanchard comes out. Happy, smiling. Maybe he's got some sunglasses on because uh, his opponent should have been Eddie Gilbert, but Eddie Gilbert has cheated his way into the bracket. Blanchard might have even said in like a pre-match promo that, you know, that Eddie Gilbert, why didn't I think of that? Like trying to cheat your way in. Uh, but he's got no opponent because the his match, his opponent for the match disappeared. Belfast Bruiser is trying to make his way to the ring. His face is covered almost completely in bandages. He's looking out of one eye. And he is making his way to the ring because he is going to wrestle. He is going to make it in. And, of course, obviously later he will battle Eddie Gilbert in some sort of ridiculous death match. Um, But he's going to take on Blanchard. And he's trying to make it to the ring. And and there are uh, agents and referees trying to stop him because obviously he is in no condition to wrestle. He can barely stand. And Blanchard is egging him on, trying to invite him in, sitting on the ropes, holding open door. Get in here, get in here, get in here, get in here. Finally, I show up. Because, of course, in this, I'm the commissioner. And I say to the Belfast, you can't. And he gives me that look with that one eye. And I'm like, okay, if you think you can do this, if you think you can make it, go ahead. But it's not sanctioned. And he agrees, and he goes in the ring, and he puts up a hell of a fight, but it's Tully Blanchard. Belfast Bruiser, with the inability to see Blanchard's going to the side that's covered up. He's using all sorts of moves to get him. Uh, Blanchard wins. Belfast, try as he might, can't, can't overcome those odds. So he loses again. Now he'll face William Regal. See what I did there? I got this, baby. I got this. All right. Uh, Loose Cannon, Brian Pillman versus Kofi Kingston. We do have to honor that Kofi Kingston is a two-time Hall of Famer. He's going to be in for New Day, and he's going to be in on his own. Kofi gets the win. Uh, And then Meng versus Murphy. I do, again, I love Murphy. Don't get me wrong, but... Murphy cannot beat Ming, even if he cheats. He could have Blake, he could have Rollins, he could have the Mysterio family show up, he could bring the entire Australian rugby team. He's not beating Ming. It's not happening. So, let us deal with these bottom four. 
Uh, William Regal versus the Belfast Bruiser, just to, again, watch those matches if you haven't. They're so good. Uh, I'm giving the win to Regal because, again, you know, Belfast Bruiser maybe is a little bit better, but he's not going to still be super ready to compete. Regal wins. Uh, and then Murphy defeats Brian Pillman again, that loose cannon character. Not in ring wise, not great. Love the character, but he did pull a gun on someone. You pull a gun on Belfast Brewster, even with one eye, you're, you're in trouble. Uh, having said that, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the we're we're planning out what is it here? Eighty and seventy nine. Uh, that final matchup, Belfast Bruiser versus Byron Brian Pillman. I will give that to Belfast, Fit Finley. So, Brian Pillman, 80th. Belfast Bruiser, 79th. William Regal versus Buddy Murphy. Oh, that'd be fun. Murphy comes close, but Regal, again, is, is too cagey, too crafty. Murphy settles for 78th, which, again, far higher than probably anybody but me would rank him. He's higher than Cena. He's higher than Vader. He's higher than Rollins by almost 10 whole parts. Yeah, he's higher than Rollins by 10 spots almost. Higher than Dusty. Higher than Terry Funk. Perfectly happy. All right. We return now to the main bracket. Arn Anderson versus The Undertaker. Again, Arn Anderson is good. He's great. He's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, all of the, He should be a Hall of Famer on his own, let alone part of the horseman. But this is the Undertaker. This is the dead man. So, Taker wins. Anderson drops to the bottom of the bracket to avoid things. And now he has to wrestle me, one of his former stablemates in the stud stable. Uh... Billy Gunn versus Daniels. Why? Why? Why do you hurt me? Uh, Daniels. It has to be Daniels. Uh, I love Billy Gunn, but Daniels... He's everything. He is, again, he's more than 10 times, 20 times, a million times more than Lex Luger is the total package. He looks good. Yes, he's a little undersized. But he still, he looks good. Charisma for days. Promo skills for days. In-ring skills for days. Babyface, got it. Heel, all time. So good. Uh, Billy Gunn drops down to Russell Kofi. Uh, Scorpio versus Eddie, Go or Eddie Guerrero. Excuse me. Eddie Guerrero, not Eddie Gilbert. We got two Eddie Gs in this bracket. Uh, Scorpio versus Eddie Guerrero. What an amazing match. Probably saw it in ECW 93, 94. No, 94. Maybe even early 95. Uh, I give the win to Eddie. Uh, Scorpio drops down and will wrestle Tully Blanchard. And now we have Eddie Gilbert versus the Giants. So Eddie Gilbert cheated his way in. How is that going to work with the Giant? Because Eddie probably is going to try a fireball, and it's not going to work. Either... Giant's going to stop it or no-sell it or any of that. So in order for Eddie to win, he would have to have help. And so 
I'm imagining a situation almost similar to the Royal Rumble 94 where he's got to get a whole bunch of people. He's got to go for quantity over quality. And he gets a whole bunch of other people uh, either to hold the giant down for a countout win or something like that. Or, again, he's, you know, because even the, uh, I'm imagining a situation where Eddie Gilbert tries like five different times to cheat to win and the giant breaks out of all of them. Like he like almost like handcuffs, you know, somehow ties or handcuffs him to the ring post to try to get a count out win. Giant breaks the handcuffs. Um, goes for a fireball or a chair shot. Completely doesn't work. Um, either that or he's going to go with like the ether soaked rag. That might work. Maybe like the distraction from a bunch of people and then the ether soaked rag to knock him out. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, I'm giving Eddie Gilbert the win over the Giant. So, we've got our final four. Back into the constellations here. The Giant loses and now has to wrestle Ricky Steamboat. And so, maybe we're in a situation, again, where the Giant is woozy but still wants to wrestle. And Steamboat doesn't. Steamboat wants to wait until the Giant's healthy because... Steamboat's the ultimate good guy. He doesn't want to take advantage of that sort of thing. Um, I'm giving the win to Ricky Steamboat. Again, Giant talks his way in. Maybe by this point as commissioner, I am so frustrated and frazzled that I'm like, screw it. No rules for the rest of the tournament. I'm done with all of you people. And I go home. But Steamboat wins over the Giant. Uh, Scorpio versus Tully Blanchard. I'm giving the win to Blanchard here. I think that makes sense. Again, if there's no rules going forward, Blanchard's probably going to cheat. So he advances. Billy Gunn versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, What a match. What a fun match that would be. Um... I got to go with Billy Gunn. There, there is, I can't rationalize the love I have for Billy Gunn. Like, Daniels makes sense. Um, American Badass Undertaker makes sense. Lord Steven Regal makes sense. Billy Gunn, I don't know what it was. I think it actually was the athleticism. He was so ridiculously athletic. And had he was everything that I wasn't. That was probably why I was so... Uh, I liked him so much. Um, so he beats uh, Kofi, and I'm going to have Arn Anderson beat Ming. Because, again, as much as I like Ming and I do, not, this, this tournament kind of doesn't do him justice. That's not This tournament doesn't highlight why he's so good. One of the reasons Ming is so good is because of all of the stories of how badass he was outside of the ring. Which doesn't factor into this. All right, so now we've got to get the next four spots. We've got the Giant versus Scorpio. I'll give that to the Giant. We've got Kofi versus Ming. I'm going to give that to Ming. So now we have, for 76 and 75, an amazing match of Scorpio versus Kofi. That'd be so good. Um, As much as I like Kofi, and I do, uh, Scorpio took my breath away. Kofi, with the exception of like the Rumble stuff, has never done that. So I'm giving Scorpio the win. Kofi is 76. 
Scorpio is 75. So now we've got 74 and 73. It's the Giant or Ming. I gave the Giant the win in the opening round. I'm now, of course, going to change my mind and give Ming the win in this one. And I can justify by that by saying he might be still, you know, I'm assuming all of this tournament is happening like in a weekend or even in a day. So the Giants still may be woozy from the ether from Eddie Gilbert a couple matches ago. Gets caught in the Tongan death grip and no one escapes the Tongan death grip. Okay. Nobody. All right. Ming 73rd. Moving on. We got to get another consolation match done before we get up to the semifinals. Uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Tully Blanchard. This, to me, is where Blanchard can no longer uh, escape. You know, again, uh, he lost to Billy Gunn. Maybe he gets DQ'd for trying to cheat or something like that. Uh, he defeats the Belt Fast Bruiser. He defeats Scorpio. But he's going to lose to Ricky Steamboat. Truthfully, that's because I just don't have enough exposure with Tully Blanchard. Uh, yeah. Haven't seen enough of his matches to probably fully appreciate him. Uh, Billy Gunn versus Arn Anderson. <laughs> yeah, it's Arn Anderson, no question. Uh, I, I'm, I understand that my love for Billy Gunn is, doesn't make a lick of sense. Billy Gunn also might have been one of those guys who I was like, you know what? Almost kind of like with Murphy. I watch him when this is a future world champion. And then he won King of the Ring, and I was like, yeah, a future world champion. And it didn't pan out. Uh, so Arn Anderson wins. So now Blanchard versus Billy Gunn in a rematch, and this time Blanchard will win. All right? So Billy Gunn, 72. Blanchard. Tully Blanchard, 71. All right? Blanchard wins in the end. I think that's all that matters. All right. Undertaker versus Christopher Daniels. I have to go with Daniels. Like, I, it is criminal to me that Christopher Daniels is not in the final 64. Like, that alone is enough for me to scrap this entire thing and start over again. I'm not gonna, but that's enough for me. So I have to have him beat the Undertaker. I have to. So I am going to, again, There's it's rematches regardless. Taker drops down. We'll face Arn Anderson again. Oh, no, he hasn't faced Arn Anderson. Oh, yes, he does. He'll wrestle Arn Anderson again. Um, Eddie Guerrero versus Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert's going to try to lie, cheat, and steal, and he's not as good as Guerrero at it. So Guerrero's going to get the win and defeat Eddie Gilbert. So... Our semifinals in the Constellations. Gilbert versus Steamboat. I'll give Eddie Gilbert the win. For Jeremy. For Jeremy. Uh, and then Arn Anderson versus The Undertaker in a rematch. I gave the win to The Undertaker in the first matchup. I think I have to do that again in this matchup. So now we've got Steamboat versus Arn Anderson. Oh, <laughs> Please, two out of three falls. Iron Man, I don't care. Wrestle all day. Steamboat versus Arn Anderson. I'm giving it to Arn. Ricky Steamboat is number 70. Arn Anderson is number 69. Insert joke here. Uh, in our consolation finals, 
Eddie Gilbert versus The Undertaker. Come on. Eddie Gilbert's cheating is only going to get him so far. You know, Jeremy, he was supposed to have lost in the first round. I've managed to get him to fourth place. All right? I think I deserve some credit for that. Uh, The Undertaker at number 67. Again, remember, this is Dead Man, ABA Taker, my favorite version. We'll deal with in the next two episodes. Which brings us to our finals. Oh, again. Please wrestle for 100 years. Christopher Daniels versus Eddie Guerrero. Double chef's kiss. Oh. What. What a match. What a feud. What a. What a oh. It would be so good. I want to go to a time limit draw and just have him tie for 65th, but I can't. Um, and you know what? I think one of these wrestlers would refuse to beat the other one. And again, that's just me. But I think Daniels would be like, no, I don't beat Eddie Guerrero. That's not, that's not, how, this, that's not how this works. Um, so I will give the win to Mr. Eddie Guerrero. Uh, I would say I personally believe there it's a push when it comes to their in-ring talent. Um, I think Daniels is a better promo guy, possibly for – you know, no, I do, I think. But I would say Guerrero's got more of the charisma just naturally. Um, both excellent heels. I think Eddie's a better babyface. So, uh, number 66, Christopher Daniels. I will make myself be happy with that. And the number 65 wrestler almost making that top 64, Eddie Guerrero. I am holding an index card that has. Wrestler 128, Randy Orton. And on the other side, it goes all the way up to Eddie Guerrero at number 65. That was some serious work. The Macho King is on this card. Uh, Stunning Steve Austin. Scott Steiner. Andre the Giant. Triple H. Magnum TA. Jinder Mahal. Uh, Champa, Edge, Christian, Rollins, Terry Funk, Ted DiBiase, William Regal, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, both brain busters. Again, two spots away from each other, kind of like Edge and Christian were. Ricky Steamboat, Arn Anderson, the late great Eddie Gilbert, the late great Eddie Guerrero. I am wiped out. I I, I did some actual booking on that one. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun to do some actual booking. So uh, we have two episodes left after this. I am going to print out some more brackets because that's how I roll. I'm going to take the final 64 names and put them on the bracket. And in the final two episodes of this season of By the Book, I suppose that's a we're doing a season here. Um We'll finish this tournament off. We started with a thousand plus names, and now we are officially down to 64. Wow. What a world. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining me. This chapter is closed. Two chapters to go. See you the next time we go by the book. <laughs>